Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, If We Confess Our Sins. Let's pray. Father, we come today so thankful. You're such a good God, and we come ready to receive more from your word today, Father. Show us about confessing our sins today and the value in that, Father, the criticality of that. And we thank you for teaching us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about this topic, if we confess our sins. My friends, the Bible teaches us well about these end times that we are in when people are lovers of self, not wanting to admit any fault. Many in the world don't want to take any responsibility. Many think there is no God and no sin and no reason to repent. But only those that do repent of sin and confess Jesus will make it to heaven. Let's start today in 1 John 1, verses 9 and 10 in the King James Bible. Verse 9, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. My friends, notice the very first word, if we confess our sins. That's conditional. See, many people think that God is a loving God, so because he's a loving God, everybody's going to heaven, but they need to read the word of God. This is a conditional promise. If, see, we have free will to choose. If we confess our sins, then he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us. Verse 10 says, if we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Now let's read 1 John 1, 9 and 10 in the Amplified Bible. 9, if we freely admit that we have sinned and confess our sins, he is faithful and just, true to his own nature and promises, and will forgive our sins and cleanse us continually from all unrighteousness, our wrongdoing, everything not in conformity with his will and purpose. My friends, notice the things that are not in conformity with his will and purpose. See, his will is the Bible. Jesus is the word. And in these end times, it's so sad that many Christians are twisting the word of God to meet their lifestyle. But God will not stand for that because it's his will and purpose that counts, not what man thinks. Verse 10, if we say that we have not sinned, refusing to admit acts of sin, we make him out to be a liar by contradicting him, and his word is not in us. Folks, that's pretty plain, isn't it? If we say we've not sinned and we refuse to admit our acts of sin, we make God out to be a liar, and we contradict him. And so many in the church have twisted the word of God in these last of the last days. Oh, they called it sin 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, but all of a sudden now, it's not sin anymore, but God will have the final say. Now, 1 John 1, 8 through 10 in the 1599 Geneva Bible. 8, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. 9, if we acknowledge our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 10, if we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Folks, I like how this Geneva Bible puts it, if we acknowledge our sins. See, we have to acknowledge 
that we are a sinner, first of all, and repent. And that means turn away 180 degrees away from that sin, and God will forgive us of those sins. Now let's read 1 John 1, 8 through 10 in the Easy English Bible. 8, if we say that we never do any wrong thing, we are deceiving ourselves. Even though we may think it is true, it is a lie. 9, instead, we should agree that we have done wrong things and tell that to God. Then God will forgive us our sins. He always does what he has promised to do. He always does what is right. He will forgive us and he will make us clean again, whatever bad things we may have done. 10, God says that all people have done wrong things. So that if we say we have not done any wrong thing, we are saying that God tells lies. It shows that we have not accepted his message at all. My friends, there's many in the world that have not accepted God's message and his plan of salvation. His message is the Bible. Jesus is the word of God. And we have to choose with the free will we have to accept his message and agree we've done wrong things and tell that to God. That's called repentance and turning away from that. Now, 1 John 1, verses 5 through 10 in the J.B. Phillips New Testament. Here then is the message which we heard from him and now proclaim to you, God is light and no shadow of darkness can exist in him. Consequently, if we were to say that we enjoyed fellowship with him and still went on living in darkness, we should be both telling and living a lie. But if we really are living in the same light in which he eternally exists, then we have true fellowship with each other. And the blood which his son shed for us keeps us clean from all sin. If we refuse to admit it, that we are sinners, then we live in a world of illusion and the truth becomes a stranger to us. But if we freely admit that we have sinned, we find God utterly reliable and straightforward. He forgives our sins and makes us thoroughly clean from all that is evil. For if we take up the attitude, we have not sinned, we flatly deny God's diagnosis of our condition and cut ourselves off from what he has to say to us. Notice, my friends, that we are the ones that cut ourselves off if we deny that we're not sins and repent for those sins. Now let's read 1 John 1, 8 through 10 in the Message Bible. If we claim that we are free of sin, we are only fooling ourselves. A claim like that is errant nonsense. On the other hand, if we admit our sins, simply come clean about them, he won't let us down. He'll be true to himself. He'll forgive our sins and purge us of all wrongdoing. If we claim that we've never sinned, we out and out contradict God, make a liar out of him, a claim that only shows off our ignorance of God. Folks, it's sad to say there's many people ignorant of God. Not only people that are not Christians, but many, sadly, they claim to be Christians that have defined sin in a new way, and God will not be mocked. God defines sin, and no one's going to change that. Now, closing today, Hebrews 10, verses 19 through 24 in the Amplified Bible. Therefore, believers, since we have confidence and full freedom to enter the holy place, the place where God dwells by means of the blood of Jesus, 20, 
by this new and living way which he initiated and opened for us through the veil, as in the Holy of Holies, that is through his flesh. 21. And since we have a great and wonderful priest who rules over the house of God, pause, of course, that's Jesus. 22. Let us approach God with a true and sincere heart in unqualified assurance of faith, having had our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our body washed with pure water. 23. Let us seize and hold tightly the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is reliable and trustworthy and faithful to his word. 24. And let us consider thoughtfully how we may encourage one another to love and to do good deeds. My friends, we are called to encourage one another to love and good deeds. We're encouraged to share with one another the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if we approach God with a true and sincere heart, we have unqualified assurances in our faith. We have to just repent and we'll be bathed in the precious blood of Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we choose to confess our sins to you and receive your cleansing power, Father. We choose not to waller in sin like the world does, Father. We choose to live a clean life. And when we mess up, we choose to quickly repent and get back into fellowship with you. We thank you for your mercies that are new each day. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.